presiding over this autopsy is uh, Surgeon Spencer and Surgeon Ben. Surgeon Ben, please, uh, subject appears to be a podcast in his uh, early 20s. Please go ahead and proceed uh, with your findings. Well, if you look right here under the left ventricle, you can see a really weird bit. Disgusting. That uh, I would assume the co-host did not know was going to happen and really did not sign off on. But uh, Egregious. If you look here under the right butt cheek, uh, you can see some fun times. Yeah, let me just peel that back a little bit further. Uh, Snap it with this large Polaroid. And, uh, oh, what is that? Oh, right there, right in the middle of the chest? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, that's that's a podcast in which two friends that play D&D together sometimes uh, brainstorm tabletop RPG one-shots using listener suggestions. They take one premise and two items and mission mash them together after they randomly roll them and brainstorm a one-shot that someone might be able to make out of them. Oh, is that, uh, is that terminal? It's a medical miracle is what it is. Well, let's go ahead and um, excise that real quick. Oh, dead. Down oh, table. wait, but <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was an autopsy. Oh, shit. Well, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move this here. Okay, um, let's just take over uh, and and do a podcast instead uh, because I'm not going to have a license by this afternoon. I am glad that we got our ASMR bit in before uh, we had gone a full 24 episodes because... Maybe 25 will be a whole ASMR special. Welcome Ooh. to One Shot, One Quill, a uh, medical miracle wherein uh, Ben and I do that thing that he just said. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, Ben, we have eight premises and eight items. So go ahead and, uh, uh, roll me, roll me whichever one you choose to. Well, I, I assume we'll go with premises first as we want to keep with the normal structure of the show. Uh, oh, we didn't like what we did last week. No, it was bad. Let's go with a four. After defeating the monstrous humanoids, the PCs find one surviving monster, newborn baby. Do they kill it? Do they rescue it? Are the PCs willing to leave the child with strangers? Are they sure these caregivers would treat it with love and compassion? How will the PCs know what's best for it? Not even sure what kind of thing it is. It's a monstrous humanoid, Ben. What comes to mind first? um, Well, I mean, I'm thinking of a hag, but that has reasons unrelated to this episode. That's just on your brain. I thought a hobgoblin, and then I thought a mind flare. Ooh, both of those are good. I mean, a hobgoblin would have an ostensibly easier time because it's just a red person with pointy ears and kind of big. Yes. You know, it's not like a cephalopod on top of like a skinny wizard. Well, I was going to say I like the mind flayer, but I think a mind flayer baby would just be a tadpole. (laughs) Yeah, mind flayers aren't aren't so much like born from other mind flayers as they're like people that get little tadpoles shoved into their heads. You found a mind flayer tadpole. Which koi pond do you throw it in? <laughs> or, or you found a baby mind flayer. It's a guy named Doug, and he's got a big storm coming in a couple <laughs> weeks. He does not know about it. Ben, what items do we have this week? Uh, first off, we're gonna have a an eight. Eight. All right. <clears throat> the big pen. Simple melee weapon. Light. Thrown, one-handed, deals 2d8 piercing damage, can also write. <laughs> I want to thank Brittany for a pen that is, in fact, mightier than the greatsword. 
Uh, it's a pen that is a great sword. I don't know if it, it would be well. <laughs> one but damage a great dice sword, up even. A great sword can't write though, so yeah, it is mightier than th- this is mightier <laughs> in all ways than a great sword. In all ways. Uh, also, she stole that from Percy Jackson, I think. <laughs> Percy what, Jackson. the allegory of the pen being mightier than the sword? No, uh, the Percy Jackson books. One of the big things is that he has a pen that turns into a sword. Hmm. I don't know if she ever read those. I could be mistaken. I think your fiance's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's another one? Uh, another one. Oh, do you mean another pen that turns into a sword i bet there's one no in Harry another Potter. comment about my fiance really oh. lay into her this is a roast <laughs> uh one is our other one <clears throat> book ending the items here dwarven football team who continue to play football outside of games with random objects and characters <gasps> so <laughs> so spencer you know what we've got to do here now what uh, we... i beg you to tell me <laughs> um this is with the baby monster, the uh, the Dwarven football team, and the big pen, I think this is our first school-based one-shot. <laughs> okay, good. I was scared that when sports came into this, you were going to suggest Space Jam somehow. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but okay. Okay, yeah, we've got our, our bully. We've got our coming-of-age school story. The Dwarven football team who can... T- this is more like a like a cartoon tumbleweed cloud with like fists <laughs> flying out of it. I mean, and they're more a, of a force of nature than anything. It is 100% a cartoon football team where you sometimes see the football team and they'll like run out of the football field but still be playing football. <laughs> with random objects and characters. Man, wouldn't it be like a terrifying nightmare scenario if... They've grabbed hold of this infant that you've been charged of, and he's about to get fucking touched down. So I think that we start in media res. This whole thing where the uh, the they found this baby of this monstrous humanoid, which we do need to decide on because it'll probably be a big part of it. Uh, that mm-hmm. already happened. They put it up with a caregiver. It's been five, eight years, some amount where they're a child now. Um, and they're in school and the party gets some letter that says, hey, this kid isn't doing well. Could you come and help him? But make sure that he does not know that you're the people who found him and killed his parents. So <laughs> the party has to go to the school. And I feel like I've seen this as, Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> pose as teachers and faculty <laughs> and make the kid's life better okay first question who sent the letter is it like is it the caregivers yeah the parents okay okay so it's not the school that's like we want you to come undercover cop our school (laughs) our other faculty (laughs) will not know i the superintendent have tacitly endorsed an espionage mission in my own school which i i i think means the first uh (laughs) the first obstacle is going to be getting job (laughs) Or, you know, figuring out jobs that your adventurer or the adventurer is figuring out jobs that they can reasonably fulfill. This is a phenomenal idea that you have had. This is this is absolutely brilliant. I, I don't I don't often pin you the gold star, but Ben, please take it. Uh, so we have a we have a school episode, a school session. Mm. So we're going to have a bunch of faculty blending in related one shots. I'm thinking anything from like sneaking into the teacher's lounge to 
helping a kid <laughs> cheat on a test to like <laughs> non-violently please god non-violently dealing with the school bully i'm um, I, I, we need to go back did your teachers help you cheat on tests not my teachers no oh but my my but you know the, the, the people that janitor. orphaned me the people that orphaned me and came in and infiltrated you know yeah they they absolutely helped me and that's how i got out of the acts the music teacher who only seemed to ever care about what you were doing yeah and kept talking about how you were different than all the other mind flayers that they had fought in their life it reminds me of my chemistry teacher who um, really, he, he was actually kind of a massive dick to me through, through I went through this K through 12 school where, you know, it was, it was same teachers all throughout from like kindergarten to, to graduating. And mm. this chem teacher, oh my God, massive dick, um, hounded me everywhere I went from, from six years old to 18, never left me alone. Um, turns out, turns out <laughs> he gets i picked it he up kills now. the superintendent uh turns out he had a huge crush on my mom turns out he was just razzing me the whole time because it was actually for my well-being or some shit and uh, anyway mm. he's supposed to be a good guy at the end of it are you thinking you're gonna name one of your kids after him yeah oh okay. yeah bravest man i ever knew mm. not a nazi <laughs> not a nazi that's the important hashtag for every one shot one quill character uh yeah so I think we need to decide on what humanoid. Okay. This is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there's your there's your bog standard races that I feel get along okay, if not a little bit of you know you got some dwarf and elf rivalry, mm. some dwarf and orc rivalry, but some, some are, dwarf and halfling rivalry. They're really contentious. They don't get along with anybody. But also not really monstrous. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe so an like orc, but like. Orc, maybe, but I feel like that's that's a black sheep trope that's beaten into the ground almost too often. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe <sighs> tiefling's also another. Tiefling's another one that's really easily that that's it's, it's too hackney, too on the nose. Um, it's gonna be a monstrous humanoid, so maybe a oh god, even goblin feels cheap. But it's going to be mean, a humanoid, a monstrous we, humanoid. You remember our third episode, Haggle Rock, right? I do. You remember how there were baby hags there, right? I do remember how there were there were babies that were hags to be, right? <laughs> what if it's a baby hag? So a baby hag. Are we talking like like green skin, pustules and boils? Like it looks like a tiny old woman? Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I think it's just a green hag that looks like a baby. Okay, so we have a young haggling, and it's like puberty already hit the hag like a 10-ton truck at birth. Mm. Um, So it's not going well now that they're like maybe turning, you know, 10 or 12. Um, What are some some issues they're having? They're they're clearly bullied for their hygiene because they constantly Mm -hmm. reek of swamp water. Uh, They they probably... what are what are some trials and tribulations that this little little child's going through? Well, I think number one, they've got to get a date to prom. <laughs> they've got to get a date to prom, and I think maybe what if they've already ooh, they're already getting set up for like a carry situation? I don't know. Like maybe maybe the, the the popular guys already asked her out, and oh, they're gonna they're gonna dump like a bucket of mud on her up on stage or something. Like you can. You can see the strings a mile away, and this poor kid doesn't know what's about to hit her. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good finale, actually. 
I, I really like this as like the finale of what you're doing is that you uncover this whole plan, maybe of the football team that roams around where they have this whole plan to uh, embarrass your baby haggling. Uh, and uh, you've got to foil the plan by, you know, dropping the curtain in front of them as they're about to throw the mud or something. Uh <laughs> activating the trap doors of the stage mm-hmm, so which they... all stages are built in with mm-hmm. you just cast knock from like a yeah yeah you just drop them right through into the vat of slime that also all high school stages have mm-hmm. you gotta uh when they have a bucket of mud you cast uh meld stone or whatever and turn the mud into stone and then they can't lift it up anymore <laughs> you cast shape water you take all the water out of the mud and then they're just dumping dust on her you cast Feeble Mind, and then they're... No, Ben, no, wait. <laughs> ben, hold on. Hey, you said no killing. I, okay, moral dilemma. No making them vegetables. Oh. How, how many asterisks do I have to pin to that? Um, no dismembering, okay? No uh, blinding, um, no deafening. I mean, you can blind them, but it's got to be like like a like a comical short-term, like pepper mm. in the eyes blinding. Mm. Um Okay. okay. Maybe, maybe like the last bit of this prank, quote unquote, is I don't know, releasing some sort of monster into the gymnasium. Uh, oh and man! So you, you've gotta, you've gotta get your child the big pin before that happens, so that in the heat of the moment, the pin turns into a sword, and they can strike down the monster and become the hero. They're the coolest kid. Okay, hell yeah. We have prom kings and prom queens. Whatever happened to the The prom prom hero? Oh, (laughs) the prom slayer. Okay, cool, cool. So we we already have monster being set up to unleash into the prom. That's like we have a cool ending. We've got a cool ending set up. Mm -hmm. Is there something related to like, I'm just going to spitball cafeteria, some kind of cafeteria trial? Like some kids are about to come dump a lunch tray of stuff on them, and you got to deal with that ASAP. Ray of frost under the bully's feet or something <laughs> to make them slip. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going with cafeteria, you could incorporate the football team, right? Because they'll just throw anything at anyone. So maybe the ultimate, you know, maybe it's a food fight situation. Ooh, food fight could be good. Food fight could be good. And you got to intercept. You got to make sure that she comes mm-hmm. out without a speck of food on her. You got to make sure that you uh, have a, fi- a protection fighter that just, I don't know, throws a tray at anything <laughs> that's coming at her. The I fighter's assume- disguised as a as a janitor and he's, he's wheeling his... Tr- <laughs> he takes the lid off the garbage can. He's got the mop doing the polar master feet. Like, <laughs> catching he's- tomatoes left and right. Just not killing them, but like smacking kids that come too close with the mop. <laughs> Meanwhile, the superintendent's like, "This place has never been cleaner." I just, mm. I've, I've never seen a, a a janitor take the dash action twice in one turn to just <laughs> breeze through this place. <laughs> have them have them fighting stains and shit as a small combat encounter. You've got okay. the music teacher, which is obviously the bard, just cashing, cashing, casting <laughs> vis- vicious mockery at kids. <laughs> These people, we're really, okay, psychic damage, so we're emotionally abusing the children. Oh, well. That's okay. I mean, this school is, you know, set in the 
90s. So it's then okay. Then it could be set in the 2000s. You could just, you could just say the elementary school I went to. It's fine. <laughs> Gym teachers were ruthless. So... What do we uh, what do we think about a sport like a gym class encounter? Because there's already the football team there mm. that are going to trance this kid in flag football, but like having to climb the rope or yeah, uh, I mean, I think I think there might be a challenge that's just you know you get your magic users to cast buffs on the kid. So like if uh, uh, oh I can't even remember what the spell is now. Um, there's one that's like enhanceability. Yes, enhanceability. Uh, you know, they got to do the rope climbing thing and then you give them the, uh, I think it's cat that makes, gives them climbing speed or makes them immune to falling or something. Like dexterity and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, catch all animal abilities for the, for the druid who's disguised as the coach, the interim coach, <laughs> who's got one <laughs> firm bat, back pat for now, every situation. You you could have said the druid who is disguised as the mascot. And the mascot <laughs> sure is just could've. a live alligator. I sure could have. <laughs> <laughs> Go Gators. Anyway, here comes Gary the Gator, our live alligator that we have at all events. <laughs> Easy now, Gary. <laughs> the, the thought of a live hissing gator mascot at a basketball match <laughs> that's just shrieking. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. And then I I think the, you know, the crux of this whole thing is probably that as you're doing this, you've got to be rolling like sleight of hand checks or persuasion checks or something to convince convince everyone else that you are not doing anything untoward or giving an advantage to one of the kids. The superintendent's going to approach you uh, with fears that you're giving preferential treatment to the green one. (laughs) firmly against our code of ethics sink or swim curriculum okay i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty good about this hopefully this got enough ideas kicking for everybody uh we've incorporated the pen we've incorporated the dwarven football team and in several they're again a force of nature they're everywhere mm-hmm. you can't not have them be a plight uh i, I gotta be honest i think this one was really good maybe we should start recording in the middle of the day instead of you know 11 p.m <laughs> from now on Maybe we should do it with the threat of a train coming at any minute, so we know we have to get the good idea out quick. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What do we call this one? You know, Spencer, I think that we, uh, because this is also a uh, hag-related one, I think we've already got the perfect name. Uh, I think it's just Haggle Rock High. I Thank you. Quite literally, the words out of my mouth. Haggle uh, Rock High. I'm just going to sh- Ben, can you do the outro? The train's here. <laughs> I can't. I would, say, I would say let's wait, but it could be one of those 10-minute ones for all that's, I know. That's good enough. Uh, this has been an episode of One Shot, One Quill. Uh, you, if you have rated in... Re- Oof. Uh, I'm going to take that again. This has been an episode of One Shot, One Quill. Uh, thank you to everyone who has listened. And thank you, especially to those who have rated and reviewed us on iTunes. That really helps, and we appreciate it. Um, And I don't think there's anything else you can rate us on, but if you're listening on some other service and you've rated us on that, then also thanks for that. Uh, We take suggestions from listeners, like the ones you've heard today. If you would like to suggest to those to us uh, of an item or a prompt, you can do that by contacting us on Twitter at dndpod.com. 
That is D-N-D-P-O-D. Um, and you can either just send, tag us or DM us if you wish to do that. Our theme song is Alitavera. Our theme song is Alitavera del Guliere by Morgan the Bard. Uh, thanks to him. He's got other music, so listen to that. Uh, Spencer, how's the train going? Well, um, I think it's over, but at any minute, there could be another horn. That's a short train. I don't know. I never know. I'll think I'll lean out the window and be like, is the train gone? Nope. The train's (laughs) still right there. The minute I look at it, it honks. If I try and, like, acknowledge it, they take that as a sign of aggression and they honk in self-defense. I think normally you're not supposed to acknowledge trains because of that. It's in all those wilderness guides. But I can't stress this enough. At least I'm living for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, join us join us next week for our 25th episode. That's 25th a 25th anniversary. Let's go. Nearly 25 years. A, near Well, 25 weeks. Nearly 25 half a year. years of one shot, one quill. <laughs> join us for our 25th anniversary. It's been 25 years. Quarter of a century. Oh, <laughs>